0: Welcome to the Viking Age Podcast, part of the Fan Sided Podcast Network. Now, please welcome your host, Adam Patrick.
1: Alright, welcome to the Viking Age Podcast, the official podcast for the VikingAge.com. I'm your host, Adam Patrick. I'm the editor and lead writer for the Viking Age. Before we get started today... Make sure to follow The Viking Age on Twitter and Facebook. The site's username on Twitter is at The Viking Age, and you can follow the site's Facebook page by heading to facebook.com slash The Viking Age. All right, on today's show, we have Luke Parrish. He uh, has been on the show before. He writes for us here at The Viking Age, does some good work for us. Uh, So just welcome back to the show, Luke
0: yeah, thank you. Thank you for having me. Been trying to get on for it feels like a while now. I've been kind of busy the last few times and <laughs> tried to make it work. So, <laughs> it's good to finally have a time.
1: We got you on to talk uh some just a few things going on in the in the Vikings world right now. They got some they've narrowed, narrowed their GM search down to two candidates, uh Kwesi Adolfo Adolfo Mensa, uh the vice president of football operations for the Cleveland Browns. I believe his second interview is on Tuesday. This has recorded on Monday. Um, and then we have Ryan Poles, who is the current executive director of player personnel for the Kansas City Chiefs. His second interview is, I believe, on Wednesday with the Vikings. And I believe the reports are that the Vikings are favoring Poles mm-hmm. at this point. Um, before we get into any other stuff, do you have any like opinions or thoughts, or does it matter to you who the, who the Vikings pick? Uh, between uh, the two guys that they're bringing in,
0: I, between those two, it doesn't really matter to me a whole lot. I, there was, I mean, they were the top two for me coming yeah. in. Uh, there was, I'm the name slipping my mind now. There was one other candidate. Um, I think it was another one in the Chiefs front office. Um, that they kind of talked about early on. He never, I don't think he ever got an interview or anything. I don't think he's interviewed anywhere. Mm. Um, but I know he's like their big salary cap guy. Mm. Um, but. Poles was the perfect candidate because he kind of took over that offensive line rebuild that they went through mm-hmm. last year, and obviously every single year you talk about, well, oh, the Vikings got to have a better offensive line. Which <laughs> yeah, but like you have three out of five good starters on your line. That's mm-hmm. as much quarterback. As quarterbacks do uh, play a part,
1: and play calling does play a part in the performance of the offensive line too. So.
0: Yeah. Um. So like Polls, yeah. I mean, he. I think. You might have tweeted it out as well, but like his, uh, like he's been around Kansas City. Obviously, mm-hmm. he's going to have that sort of um, fresh look from seeing success within an organization. He was there with the Mahomes trade up, the, yep. the guys they've gotten throughout the draft. They fixed their offensive line over the span of what three months right. last spring, um, and it's put them right back in the AFC championship yep. uh, with Quezzy. Um, I'm. I've not done as much of a deep dive in him. I do know that he's very high ca- level candidate. Um, he's mm-hmm. done a lot of work in in Cleveland, and it seems like a lot of people are very high on him. So, but he wasn't. Of...
1: Around, he wasn't around for when they drafted Baker Mayfield. So I see a lot of people sometimes mistake him for being there when he did that. Uh, no, he arrived in 2020. He was with the 49ers before yeah. for a handful of years.
0: Which, if you get, I mean, you look at what San Francisco's done. Yep. You're gonna get somebody from the Shanahan tree or the the um, who's the other McVay. one? McVeigh. McVeigh, yeah. Uh, in terms of the coaching staff, yep. you add that into the um, the GM search as well. I think you're trying to find anywhere that you get any sort of chemistry, some sort of balance, and that's what I think the Vikings are doing. And they're going with two young guys, right? They're not going for Elliot Wolf. They're going after. Like they've narrowed it down to the guys who are in their thirties because as much as like you want to say like, oh, you need the experience, you need the age, you need those young eyes to help kind of see the better trends of what's going on right now. Mm -hmm. I mean, same thing with Mike Zimmer being gone. You can't just keep trying to preach these old philosophies that they're they're not working anymore. At some point you have to take your losses, find something new and hopefully go younger and, and let that kind of be the new model.
1: That's so why I kind of laughed yesterday because I think it was uh, Mike Garafolo from NFL Network said that, like, you know, Todd Bowles is, like, in the thick of the hunt, um, yeah. and he's 58, um, so it's, like, how much of a difference, you know, Mike Zimmer's a couple years older than him, right. he's a defensive guy, he's known to be kind of crabby at times. Uh, you know what how is it gonna be much different than what you just Not had
0: situationally like we're yeah. exactly what you're getting what, yeah what are you what you are, are you
1: doing you know, just you know, tread water <laughs> or whatever
0: yeah I'll be curious to see you know
1: w- depending on who they go with if they bring in any more uh head coaching candidates because you would think you know if polls comes in maybe he brings in a doug Peterson because of you know their their connection to the chiefs uh, you know, maybe an Eric Bienemy, maybe a, a Mike Kafka, you know, something like that. Yeah. Um. And you mentioned the connections to to Mensa. He might, you know, he might favor someone like Demico Ryan's. Um. You know, which I wouldn't mind. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, I don't really have a preference. I think I, uh, I actually I think I would prefer p- Poles because um, he he is a former offensive lineman, so I feel like he might have a better understanding about, uh, what that position needs and what it takes. And he's not like an older former offensive lineman. He's more, he's 36. So he's more used to kind of what the modern, you know, what you need from a more modern offensive lineman uh, compared to like some of the traditional traits you would look in, you know, from, from offensive linemen now. Um, and I feel like developing the trenches is very important, uh, for the right. success of your football team, as far as stopping the run and getting the quarterback and then, you know, blocking uh pass blocking and run blocking. I feel like those are two very important things that really got overlooked. Um, I guess not on the defensive side of the ball for the Vikings for the most part, because they had a really good pass rush and they're pretty decent at stopping the run. But as far as pass blocking and run blocking was okay, but, Blocking in general on the offensive side of the ball was was pretty poor throughout uh, it's game. Rick Spielman's tenure.
0: What? I mean, you look at the you look at the playoffs. The, the everything goes through the trenches, right? San Francisco dominates the trenches. They except pull. for the Bengals, and yeah, except the Bengals. And guess what? They've got a young quarterback. Mm-hmm. He's got the mojo. Mm-hmm. He's got everything you need. He can make plays with his legs. It did cost him a couple of. But times. did you see his stats? He didn't do anything. Yeah, he threw, what, 14 interceptions? What is it? Okay. And it's only in like the last four weeks of the They're year. They're
1: in the AFC Championship. Who cares?
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I, I think the Rams, They the ha- big reason why they got that win uh, in the divisional round is mm-hmm. Tampa Bay had, I think they had three starting linemen out yep. or battling injuries of some yep. sort. Yeah, I mean, Tristan or have, was out. If you are not have anything in the trenches, you're not going to really stand a chance. And yep. I think that's what. That's why I think Brian Poole should be the front runner, and I think that's why he's viewed so highly in the league. So I think Chicago's got a second interview. Yeah, with him. he's
1: got an interview with Chicago, and I'm like, like, what are they gonna like? People are worried about Chicago stealing him from the Vikings, and I'm just like, what? What are they gonna say to him that's gonna be like so much more convincing uh, than
0: well, you know going with the Vikings? Because you look at like down to it doesn't make sense they would go for like a young GM with a right. young quarterback and then go and hire. Leslie Frazier, right. with their head coach, man, like that's so. Um, but you
1: yeah. look at like the facilities. I mean, even I think the yeah. the Bears are looking to build a new stadium and, and facilities. But right now, you look at the Vikings; they got like their facilities, as far as stadium and practice facilities, they are arguably the best in the league. Yeah,
0: that's
1: that's a huge tool for a GM to you know in free agency and and other things to. You know, work with as far as he's got all these tools for they got the draft room or whatever that they just built or whatever for Mm -hmm. for that. So I am just people are worried about the bears stealing, and I am like they that like the front office and ownership is just like in shambles compared to (laughs) you know people worry about the Vikings or whatever. It's like that's it's it's nothing. And then you mentioned the salary cap guy um, from the Chiefs or whatever that that didn't interview, but I think the reason they the Vikings are more comfortable going with maybe like a more analytics or scouting based GM is because they have Rob Brzezinski. Right. And yeah. he's re- he's regarded as like and arguably the best cap guy in the league.
0: They've said he's gonna have a a huge role in the hiring process. Yeah, he's
1: been uh, in the, the Zoom calls or whatever. Yeah, so um,
0: he's so. still gonna have his role. That's and he's been around with the
1: Vikings for a while. He's been it, through a couple of regimes, so he's and that's still yeah, that's something with Ryan Poles too. He was with, he's been with the Chiefs for over a decade um, through through different regimes, and he's been able, been able to stick around. So the yeah. fact that these guys are able to stick around through different regimes, um, you know, it says that they're you know good at what they do. So, moving on from the GMs, that should that should be decided by the end of the week. I feel like, uh, I yeah, be it
0: should be early in the week. Yeah, have a little time to interview more coaches um, all right
1: once they figure that out they're probably going to figure out who's going to be the head coach they've already the Vikings have already interviewed eight guys Um I just want to go through I just want to go through all eight with you and you just give me you know opinion doesn't have to be long doesn't have to be short just just give me your thoughts on these guys so we'll just start with um with Kellen Moore the Dallas Cowboys offensive coordinator who is 33 years old
0: okay, that quarterback draw is getting way too much attention. For sure. He still had the number one offense in the league, (laughs) parts and points-wise. And I believe he – I mean, he did it with Dak missing time. Zeke was not who who everybody thinks Zeke is. He's like maybe a top 25 running back in the NFL if we're being generous. And, like – CeeDee Lamb hasn't lived up to the expectations you'd expect. Amari Cooper's not playing up to his contract, it would seem. But they're still the number one offense in the league. They won the division easily. Granted, it's not a great division. I don't think he's – he might not be there yet. I would say no just because I think there's a couple guys that they've interviewed that I do like better. But, like, Kellen Moore is not some – scrub who's not going to have success he's gonna find a job at some point i think he's going to be a really good head coach it's just a matter of when he f- finally gets that opportunity
1: yeah i agree with the the that one play being blown out of proportion proportion
0: yield so quick they ran that hook and ladder play and got yeah. all the way up like to where they had a manageable situation they just didn't pull it off they well, what
1: if Dak spikes the ball what's the is, does the thought immediately change on on kellen yeah. Moore if he gets to spike off <laughs>
0: Right, it's you can't base your entire like experience of a guy just based off of one play. I, yeah, I don't like, even
1: I don't even know if I would put that on Kellen Moore. I might even put that on on Mike McCarthy. He's supposed to be the the head coach and the veteran guy to be like. Yeah, he said he oh, passed
0: it. And he he approved yeah, of it. Yeah, that, that just you, didn't do it for what he needed to do. They didn't get set in time. That's not all on the OC. No. For,
1: no. Uh, yeah, I, I I do think thirty three. I feel like that's pretty young. It's younger than some of the players on the Vikings roster.
0: Yeah, Um, this roster in the in the league or whatever. I thought the Vikings no reason to worry about their (laughs) their age.
1: What's Kirk Cousins like (laughs) Kirk Cousins will be thirty four or thirty five?
0: Yeah.
1: Um. So so yeah, I I think I need to see because he's been in the OC in Dallas for what two years, and one was and only one with Dak. Because he yeah, was hurt.
0: quarterbacks coach for a year or two before that. I'd I like think. to see.
1: I'd like to see another year out of him. I mean, I'm not going to be like, oh no, they hired Kellen Moore.
0: Yeah, uh, he's not the top choice, but he's better than a couple names you're going to list. I think. So.
1: I think the thing with him though, because he's so young, I th- I feel like he'd be someone who would bring in a lot of uh, experience on the coaching staff. Yeah, I feel like he'd bring in you know, kind of like how Zimmer brought in some former head coaches to be on his staff. I could see. You know, Kellen Moore may be doing that, bringing, like, Wade Phillips or something to do the yeah. defense. Um So, yeah, I, I don't I don't mind him. He's not my first choice. Um What about Nathaniel Hackett? He uh, is currently the Green Bay Packers offensive coordinator, and he is 42 years old.
0: I like Hackett. I mean, mm-hmm. I know, like, again, you're going to point to, well, they scored 10 in the playoffs. No, I don't care about that game. <laughs> Yeah. Hackett's a good offensive coordinator. I mean, you look. I think I I have a piece that I've got. Uh, I've been working on. Yeah. I talk about Hackett a little bit. He took Jacksonville to the AFC Championship mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. with Allen Robinson. I think he tore his ACL in uh, not spring training uh, training camp <laughs> that year. Yeah. Blake Bortles and Leonard Fournette mm-hmm. ran the league's best offense. Mm-hmm. Number one in rushing. They were up there like fifth or sixth in overall. Like goal. Alan
1: Hearns they had?
0: Yeah. I mean, that alone should get him a lot more respect than it's And He was him.
1: with the Bills, too. I think uh, yeah. he bled into like nine wins with like Kyle Orton. Um, yeah, I think
0: it was EJ Manuel and then it switched to Kyle Orton. Yeah, like,
1: and then he was with Syracuse before that. And, you know, we all know Syracuse is not a football powerhouse, but, uh, you know, he helped them uh, – win more games than they should have i think they went to a couple ball games when he was there he's
0: done a lot with not very much he goes to green bay he's helped them i mean they've dominated the nfc north let's not be right foolish here like since kirk cousins has been in minnesota green bay has run right through that division yep you add him to the mix whether you keep kirk or not i think that opens things up for your offense um He's not my number one choice, but he's he's another one. I I like him more than Kellen Moore. Okay, his experience is much more like favorable, and I think he's a guy that if they take him, I'm going to be ecstatic about it. So,
1: yeah, I think being with those those teams in the past uh, helps him because people can always just be like, "Oh, well, he's with you know Aaron Rodgers." No, yeah,
0: Rodgers carried him. Yeah, he he doesn't (laughs) carry
1: too. (laughs) Rodgers carried Mike McCarthy too. (laughs) <laughs> um, so, you know, Rogers is like, you know, one of the greatest quarterbacks ever, despite his lack of success in the playoffs. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I don't mind him. I, he's in the, him being in the division. I like cause he's familiar with, you know, what it takes and him being with the Packers during their success. I like too because he's, he realizes realizes what it takes and he can probably take some stuff from Matt LaFleur and that, that offensive scheme and and take that with him wherever he goes. Um and ap- apparently he's well liked by, you know, his players and Rogers speaks very highly of him, which with that guy, um, you know,
0: his That's your opinion
1: your opinion on him, you know, no matter what, uh what whatever it is, um, he's I think it fe- it feels like you gotta be someone different or, or stand out for, for Aaron Rodgers to kinda like co- go out of his way to speak speak highly of you. Right. Uh, and he does that for Nathaniel Hackett. So, yeah, I think it's another. Meh. Like, I feel like a bunch of these guys are a lot of meh uh, yeah. guys. So, let's move to the next one. Uh, Todd Bowles, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defensive coordinator, who is, like I mentioned before, 58 years old.
0: If they want to keep being the team that they are, I think Todd Bowles is the guy. Would you blitz? Would you be happy if he brought a defense that
1: blitzed the corner uh, and let the safety cover Cooper Cup on the uh, game-winning touchdown
0: yeah. pass? I mean, <laughs> the problem is, like he's always been bad situationally. Like mm-hmm. he he had like glimpses of success, even with like the Jets. Mm-hmm. He made them somewhat decent. I think they won ten games uh, one year. Yeah. Like he, he, they were a decent team and. If you know the Jets, they've not been that ever. <laughs> they've been a very bad team since what, like 2010 or whatever. The he's been a very good defensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. I just it depends on what you would do with your head or with your offensive coordinator and defensive coordinator and stuff like that. I don't think looking solely at Bulls as the head coach, there's not enough to convince me that he's the right choice. But I like. It's not the worst case that, trust me, there's one guy that I <laughs> I will not want him. Um, but like, yeah, Bulls, I would prefer him to go, I'm not even going to say to go offensive-minded, just to go young.
1: Yeah, he's 58s, you know, going from Mike Zimmer and then going to a 58-year-old, I feel like you're not really, like I mentioned before, you're not really, not a, lot, a whole lot's going to change. And right. He's a defensive guy. So you bring that guy in, the the, the players on offense are still going to feel like you know, you know who's fighting for us, right? Um, um, and yeah, like you mentioned, he's with the Jets, so I give him you know a little benefit of the doubt because anyone who tries to coach there is just pretty much doomed from the start, right? Um, but then I get a little, I get a little hesitant with pretty much any coach that is part of a team that Tom Brady is a part of. Uh, just be, just because of everything that when he's with the Patriots and all the coaches that have come out of there and not been successful. Um, yeah, you know, I've I feel a little differently about Byron Lefkowitz because he's he's been successful without Brady um, in the past, but right. I yeah I just I, I don't know I I know Bulls turned that defense around because um, it was pretty bad. But yeah, they also spent a lot of money. I feel like.
0: Yeah, and like it's tough because you could look at it, and it, w- it kind of goes back to Brady. It's like, well, they have Brady. They know that they have a chance to win a title now. Right. You're gonna have a little bit of an edge right. going after free agents. Like they got Richard Sherman this last year. Yep. Um, yep. They can retain. Like they brought back all 22 starters. Yep. That's gonna play into it, whether or how big that's gonna be. It kind of it always depends. And you
1: probably you probably feel when you're calling plays on defense, you probably are a little looser because you know you have Tom
0: Brady. Yeah, like on the other side of the ball. Yesterday they were it was twenty-seven-three. Like they were never out of it, and yeah. like that's not like the defense was still aggressive. They weren't afraid to like they weren't afraid to let the Rams put that game away. Right. because they were going for the big. They were going for the turnovers, and it they they pulled it off, and they almost came all the way back I,
1: but i do like the aggressiveness of his defense though because i feel like with mike zimmer that was the thing earlier when he was with the vikings and then as it last couple of years it's just been like blitz one guy here there yeah then. like
0: one, i think it was once like harrison smith and anthony barr both kind of like smith is still very good i think but it's slower he's slowed down oh. you can't really argue that and once that happened it kind of takes away the impact he can have at the line of scrimmage. Same for sure. balls, injuries kind of kept him out of it. And once that happened, I think Zimmer just got too timid, and it, it crushed him.
1: Yeah, and his defense just went to shambles. All right, moving on to another defensive mind. I believe you interviewed with them on Sunday after a marvelous performance in Green Bay. D'Amico Ryan's San Francisco defensive coordinator. He's 37.
0: Yeah, I think he's my guy. I think he's yeah. my number one pick right now. So um, only okay. This is gonna. This is not gonna happen. I know that it, there's no chance that this is possible. If he brought Mike McDaniel, with him, <laughs> which I don't like, I don't think he's gonna leave an OC job for another OC job in a team that's not at the same level of San Francisco. But that'd be a fun pairing right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Um, but I me mean, Morris is or not Morris. Sorry. Uh, D'Amico Ryans has been phenomenal and mm-hmm. he just went to to Lambeau mm-hmm. and shut down Aaron Rodgers. I think run 55 yards in the second half. Mm-hmm. That's huge. He knows what it takes to win. He wasn't afraid to, to kind of get dirty. He let his his front four took over the game, which is what the Vikings can do if they have their front four healthy. With Whether they bring back Tomlinson and Pierce and they have Hunter back and he's healthy. If you let those guys just win, and don't need to re- rely on pressure, you have decent coverage. That's what's going to really turn this thing around. Because right now they're relying on DJ Wanham and James Lynch to supply the pressure, and you have yeah, yeah. like a thirty-one-year-old Patrick Peterson who is fine, but he doesn't have what he the, the athleticism he had.
1: Yeah, I don't think he's coming back. You used to go. I think they're bringing him back.
0: Yeah, he wants and to like, come back. <laughs> okay. I like Cameron Dansler, but he's not consistent. He's that. not a number one guy. And then you, that's it. Those are your corners. You have no depth Chris behind Chris Boyd, you. come on. What? Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> if he ever knew where a football was, he might be okay. But I think Rhines is the guy that I would want to come in and just overhaul the defense. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, you, you can find some similarities. Like San Francisco doesn't really have any premier corners, kind of like the Vikings. Right. They've got two good safeties in Tart and Jimmy Ward who mm-hmm. kind of they move around Eric Kendricks and Fred Warner two of the top linebackers in football Same number. relentless front fours. I think you can kind of see some similarities there. It's just a matter of the Vikings have to get that depth in there in order for to sure. have it but I think Ryan's is a guy that I would definitely stand on the table for.
1: Oh yeah, I I, I like him. I like that he's a former player, recent former player. Yeah. Um and the fact that the Niners defense you could argue that it got better uh this year with him in charge compared to, you know, Robert Sala the last couple of years. Yeah. Um and they had a lot of injuries too. So it wasn't like yeah. he had his full, you know, arsenal to work with all year, but the defense has been good all year. You know, the offense has had some question marks, but I feel like the defense has kinda kept the Niners in, you know, the hunt this year and helped them get to the playoffs. But you mentioned Mike McDaniel. Yeah, I love that dude. Um, I wish I he had. A interview, I've but heard <laughs> some rumblings that he wouldn't want to coach in a state where uh, <laughs> a certain plant is illegal. So I don't know if he'd be <laughs> going to Minnesota. Know. And I believe that because I believe he's from uh Denver, from Denver, 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 Denver Colorado Denver area. He's yeah. he's friends with uh, he's good friends with Dan Soder. If you know, yeah, that I is. saw
0: too, and I was yeah. like, yeah, okay, I don't, <laughs> I don't yeah. think.
1: I don't think so. I don't think he's going to go to Minnesota. I'll, unless he was. they're like, we'll make you head coach. And I'll be like, okay, I, maybe I'll think about it. But yeah, I love, I love that dude. He's a, he's a breath of fresh air if you watch him, like after watching a Mike Zimmer press conference, you're like, how do these guys work in the same sport? Right. Uh, <laughs> all right, moving on to Jonathan Gannon, uh, Philadelphia Eagles defensive coordinator. He's 39. He
0: was the Vikings
1: assistant defensive backs coach from 2014 to 2017. What do you think?
0: Um I mean I've not looked into him nearly as much. I, I just didn't see as much steam with him so I didn't I never care. Sure. I do know he's interviewed well. Yeah. I believe there's been I think reports from three different teams that have said he's interviewed very well. He's caught their eye in as Texans,
1: kind of, Broncos and Vikings.
0: Yeah. And he's I like, he's made a name for himself and like that's great. I think him having experience in Minnesota's good. Like the Wolves are probably going to Read way too much into Harrison that. Harrison Smith loves him. Yeah, and like the what 2014, 2017 that's when the Vikings DBs were good.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That was the last time there was any like mm-hmm. people forget how good Xavier Rhodes and Trey Waynes were mm-hmm. as a duo. Xavier like,
1: Rhodes was it was Rhodes closed. Yeah, I mean, shut down. I mean, he yeah. shut
0: down like o- Odell and DeAndre Hopkins and Julio Julio yeah. could f- yeah. make it. I and mean, you like there was like that two year run. There was a very real argument. Rhodes was the best corner in the league For sure trey wayne's a perfect number two he injuries have killed him but i think he's very underrated when he's healthy um
1: mackenzie alexander but, was even kind of good when uh that in that run when, when gannon was there
0: yeah i mean they like, that's something you have to take into account and i think the, like the eagles have done a good job defensively with him in charge like they there was no reason to expect the eagles to be a playoff team this year. No, no and like I couldn't name you outside of like Darius Slay and then the old guys on the front four. I couldn't name a starter on their defense.
1: Anthony Harris.
0: Exactly. I you forget <laughs> he's not good. Yeah. <laughs> I know like a lot of Vikings fans were like so distraught that he was gone like there's a reason he signed such a low deal. For
1: four, I think 4 or 5 million a year. Yeah. yeah That's just where to, the Vikings paid him what like f- f- 13, 14 million, know, million for a year.
0: Yeah, it's like, that, <laughs> That does stick out. I do think that's going to help Gannon. Um, no, he's got a lot of good reviews from from
1: like Anthony Harris and Harrison Smith, uh, Xavier Rhodes. He after the Vikings, he went to the Colts uh, to work on that defensive staff, and Xavier Rhodes followed him there. Um, yep yeah, so I mean,
0: they've been very good. Very supposed to, he's supposed to have he's
1: supposed to be like a high energy guy. Um, you know, supposedly just like when he's figuring out. The scheme or whatever for the week he talks a lot to the players and what and gets a lot of their input so
0: that's good i mean yeah if, if the players endorse it then that's that's all that yeah. really matters in the end yeah. like you can get behind your players the players get behind you which as we've learned the vikings did not do that with zimmer the last couple of years i like, think you just got to get that culture change in and if gannon's going to be that guy then i'm all for it
1: i've seen a lot of comparisons um to brandon staley uh, he's the chargers coach now, which you know, they didn't make the playoffs, but I feel like he had a positive he's got them heading in the right direction.
0: Yeah, I, so. quick tangent, <laughs> it's so much of this like hate for being oh, it's all analytics. He's still a good coach and like yeah, yeah. he manages his press conference as well. He seems like a fun yeah. guy to be around. The chargers yeah. are in the thick of it. Yeah, I don't know. I, like, yeah, he'd be a great head coach for any team. I don't yeah. know why he's. Looked at it as some sort of like, analytical. he takes chances. Like, isn't that what you yeah. want on your head coach? Yeah, you got to be, you got to be risky at times. You got to take your chances. I'm
1: sure he'll go back this off season. Like, you know, maybe, maybe bring in some input to figure out. You know, maybe, maybe don't take as many chances. Yeah, because <laughs> uh, I feel like what was that? The final game of the year? Where do you go for like fourth down on like his own twenty or something?
0: Yeah, it was like his own eighteen yard line. Yeah, probably not the best idea. <laughs> no. Um...
1: But you know he's got confidence in his guys, and uh, you know that's what players like. You know they they want that opportunity to get that. They don't want to be taken off the field.
0: Yeah, Zach Taylor did it against Minnesota in Week One. Yeah, they were like their own twenty-three yard line or something yep. like that, and stopped. But they still made a run. It's not like mm-hmm. those decisions can completely ruin a season, and it's
1: going to happen more. You look at John Harbaugh does it a lot. Uh, he goes for two so much.
0: You know Buffalo did it a lot last night. Yeah. Every less than five yards they were going for it, it it's gonna happen um
1: yeah. <laughs> so yeah i i think he's a little bit of a sleeper just because of his history um i'll be curious to see if he gets a second interview um yeah. just because he's interviewed i mean i think some like Judd all or or brought this up somewhere that like when are we gonna hear about the guys that didn't interview well like everyone everyone's a great interviewer everything <laughs> went well but obviously, it's you know probably coming from uh, somewhere else, like a well, no, because they something.
0: do say the enemy doesn't interview well. I that have is, them. that is true. <laughs> Which everybody's like, oh, where's where's his chances? Apparently, he's had a lot. He bombed. He does. I think he's had like thirteen or something. Yeah.
1: So, um, but there's there's some uh, uh, besides from interviews, there's some other
0: uh, yeah <laughs> intangibles or whatever well that go into why in the enemy hasn't been picked. Track
1: records <laughs> Yeah. He. Uh, there's a re, you know, Kansas City likes to take chances on guys, um, but I wouldn't be surprised if, if Ryan Poles gets a job, I wouldn't be surprised if he brought BNME in, but I don't think the opinion on BNME is as high inside the Vikings building as it is on the outside by right. some people who are like automatically assume like, oh, BNME, he's the guy, bring him in. Yeah, you see him. Yeah. Like this, they're so. like, he's, he was there in the Vikings, and I'm like, yeah, the Vikings know he was there and he's not anymore. <laughs> um, so there's a reason why they didn't make him the interim head coach when uh, you know Brad Childers was fired, even That's though true. he was the assistant head coach. Yeah. Um, all right, moving on to we got three more. Dan Quinn, Dallas Cowboys defensive coordinator. He's 51. He's
0: interviewing with everybody. Yeah, and this is the one I was talking about. No, he <laughs> had like, that one good year of like with Atlanta. They went to the I- Super Bowl. Yeah, and like I'm pretty sure his team was like as healthy as you could for get. Sure, for sure. And he had so, his yeah, and, he and like oh, they blew the lead. Yeah, okay, but like
1: since they had Tony, man, is that when they had, did they have Tony Gonzalez still? Was that was that, that year they had Tony Gonzalez and like Julio and Devonta Freeman? I don't think they had Gonzalez or not, but okay, no, well, yeah, you're right. I think the that was with Gonzalez. I think they lost to like the Seahawks or something or the pack.
0: I think they lost to the Packers. Uh, that's yeah. what yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Okay. And like, I don't know. He he hasn't been good in like three years. He's bounced around. He's not really yeah. stuck. I don't I don't see the appeal. And was the
1: Cowboys defense that good?
0: I don't think so. Like I wanna say they
1: were middle of the pack. Yeah, like Micah Parsons good player, Tr- Trayvon Diggs good player, but like overall, was that like a dominant defense? It like, yeah, it was just like
0: they got splash plays. Yeah. And um like, yeah, you shut down Taylor Heineke. <laughs> and and hurts. they might have Mike Glennon or Jake Fromm, for all I know. Like yeah. I don't know who they played again. Like it, yeah. yeah, yeah. I just don't see the appeal with Quinn, especially like aside from him and Bulls. Everybody else has been young that they're interviewing. Yeah. Why they stopped Kirk Cousins getting okay. so many chances when they haven't panned out? <laughs> it baffles me. They
1: shut down Kirk Cousins. Okay, that's all you need to know.
0: They yeah, should, they they figured him out. So, you know, he's got to have an advantage. Hey, Dan Quinn and Kellen Moore turned Cooper Rush into a better quarterback than Kirk Cousins for yep. one night. Yep. <laughs>
1: um, I believe Quinn has got like second interviews. I think he's got them with, I want to say the Bears.
0: Yeah, Chicago. And,
1: and the Broncos, maybe?
0: Maybe. I know the uh, Broncos have been like, they were kind of late to the but They've been going after a lot of interviews this week. Yep. Chicago is narrowing it down to like the worst candidates on the market. Without a GM yeah (laughs) that's good
1: um all right kevin o'connell he is the current los angeles rams offensive coordinator he is 36 and i do not believe he calls all the plays but i did hear that i think he comes up with the scripted plays yeah um
0: mcveigh guy gotta get a chance yeah and everybody's like oh you're not gonna find the next McVeigh." yeah but you might <laughs> that's the thing is that if you do then you found yourself a really good head coach
1: where's the proof that you won't uh matt lafleur zach taylor you know, yeah kyle shanahan was before mcveigh but they run basically a very similar system
0: it's really it. the shanahan
1: tree that's what it is
0: yeah it all trickles down from yeah. the end like it. It seems like the Vikings are going to get somebody out of that tree by the end, like when it's all said and yeah, done. Sure. There's the top three candidates are from there. I like O'Connell. I believe he worked with their run game uh, yeah. before as well. Is the it, Rams-
1: was he the quarter? I think he might be the quarterbacks coach, or he used to be.
0: He for- was. I think he was in Washington, which yeah, is why with, with that's Cousins. where the, he comes in. Is like they. A lot of people say he's just like Kirk Cousins. They think the same way. Well, then I'm out. Yeah, that's like, <laughs> you've seen what he's done. You're very like you're impressed, but then you're like, oh well, he's Kirk Cousins as a coach with Kirk that's, Cousins as the quarterback. That's not,
1: that's not something I
0: want anyone to aspire yeah, it, to. Yeah, kind of it. It knocks him down a peg for me. Yeah, yeah. Of the offensive candidates, I th- I don't think he's my top option. I think I would still lean toward the guy like Moore, maybe. um Oh, Mike McDaniel. Still, I'm gonna pound that all the way. <laughs> it's not gonna happen. But like he's been around, he's he's in the, the McVeigh tree. Um, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, if he's if you get them, if you get a guy from that that tree, then if he hits, you are set for the next how many years. Mm-hmm. Um, and if he doesn't, then so be it. Eat your losses. But we've seen no evidence of that being the case.
1: The last guy, who I guess. You could say is from the sh- he is from the Shanahan tree as well. 'Cause he's been in Washington, Atlanta. Yep. Uh where was he? Yeah. And now he's with LA. Uh Raheem Morris, the yeah. current Rams defensive coordinator, who is he seems he looks older, but he's forty five.
0: Yeah. And like he's, and he's the, the former one, head coach of the Bucks. He's right behind um D'Amico Ryans. Damico Ryan's for me. I yep you'll look at like his record as a head coach, okay, it's not good. I'll admit it. It's but not he had a, nothing. He had nothing to work with. Yeah, he was in Tampa Bay before they were. But I think it was before they had Jameis. Right? It was like two thousand seven. Yeah, they had, they had Josh Freeman. Long time ago, and they won ten games. Do not disrespect Josh Freeman, <laughs> <a top laughs> legend. Um, but like, <laughs> I just don't see. Like you can't look at his record and not account for him he was an interim head coach yep. as part of that beat the vikings yep and like if you look at who he's coached as a position coach he's been on both sides of the boys worked yeah offense and defense with multiple teams he was the i think it was a defensive coordinator at i want to say it's tulsa or tulane in yep. like early 2000s he's made his way to the end think kansas state actually uh, defensive coordinator at Kansas State. Maybe it was DB coach at the other one then. Yeah. Um, and then he goes to the NFL. He was a DB coach. He started with like D'Angelo Hall, Rondé Barber, two very good corners. I sure. don't know. Uh, if you maybe aren't accustomed to the NFL like pre 2010, those names might slip your mind. Those were two of the best corners in the league for a yeah. while. Yeah. Yeah. Um, until D'Angelo Hall got <laughs> scorched to oblivion by Jay Cutler that one. Or no, never mind. No, he got Jay Cutler four times. Yeah, right? I mean, Hopkins. Cutler threw four on him, but no. Yeah, he picked off Cutler four times. Which was it? Was it Hopkins that like got him hurt and and yeah, came out or the
1: Hard knocks. Or if you've
0: seen the Hard Knocks clip, Hopkins mm-hmm. and him got into it, and, and Hopkins won that by a mile. He took his entire soul he with like him.
1: Mike Hughes out there.
0: <laughs> yeah, but I mean, he's had AJ Terrell. Um, Jalen Ramsey now, who speaks very highly of him, He's yeah. a coach he's worked with. And Ramsey has been with some good coaches yep. uh, from Jacksonville and into Los Angeles. He's Gus
1: Bradley and uh, he had Staley last year.
0: Yeah, and like I don't know Morris. Yeah, you look at his record, and I, I don't read too much into it. He's got experience both sides of the ball. He has head coaching experience. He's been on good staffs. He's come. He's been with. All of the guys, he's been with McVeigh and with Shanahan, yeah. and he's been the lead guy, albeit not great. He worked with wide receivers in Atlanta. Guess who Atlanta's wide receivers were? <laughs> it was one of the best tandems in the yeah. league with Julio and, and uh, Calvin Ridley. So, well, and Muhammad and Muhammad Sanu, that's when he yeah. was kind of good. Yeah. And like those Falcons teams were Very good. pretty explosive offensively. Yeah. Matt Ryan got an MVP not too long ago, which right, right. dated if you want to. But like <laughs> Raheem Morris' track record, aside from actual record, is so good.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He's still a young candidate, which a six-year age gap between him and Dan Quinn, like, oh, that's not that much. It it is. I think, yeah, it is. Forty-five-year-old head coach and a fifty-one-year-old head coach. It's very different, especially like the generation of football. Every. Five ten years—that's a pretty significant gap. So, um, like I, I like Domenico Ryan's a tad bit more, but Raheem Morris—if he's the guy—which I believe—the Vikings interviewed Quezy for the general manager spot, and then he apparently said something about Raheem Morris, and the very next day they requested.
1: Oh.
0: I, I It was either him or Ryan's. I believe it was Morris, and then. They had their interview next day. Well, yeah,
1: because Morris yeah. wasn't on... He wasn't on the original seven. Yeah. Um, and
0: then it popped he popped up. that push, and then yes. he's in. I think he interviewed what?
1: Sa- uh, Saturday, I think.
0: Yeah, so... Friday or Saturday? It looks Friday like if, Friday. If, if they go with Quezzi, which I don't think is going to be the case, but if they go with him, it looks like Morris is going to get the job. If yeah. they go with out, my guess would be that it goes to D'Amico Ryan. So... Think
1: so? You think if they go with polls, will? He'll go Ryan. I think
0: it's down to him or be into me. And I think that they like Ryan <laughs> right now. So, any chance of Doug Peterson coming in?
1: Because before this even started, but there's like reports of like, oh, Peterson's going to meet with the Vikings. Just got to figure out when. Yeah, and I don't heard nothing.
0: I keep seeing the Doug Peterson, and I was just never high on him. No, I, I he had the. The good run in in Philly, obviously, they won a Super Bowl. Yeah, a lot of good coordinators. Yeah, I mean, his tree is branched. Like, they've got Reich as as a Mm -hmm. head coach. Uh, Sirianni just took that as a pretty similar team, but with Jalen Hurts at quarterback and took them into the playoffs Uh as well. Like, I – I think Peterson gets a lot of praise, um, which he's done a good job. i will give him that, but I don't yeah. think he's some sort of like mastermind head coach that no, you have to like go all in at when there's I think there's a handful of better candidates. For sure.
1: Um yeah, I like I like Raheem Morris a lot. I like that he has worked on both sides of the ball. I don't care about his record in Tampa Bay. He's kind of set up to fail. Um yeah. I think I've heard just, that was really just right after they got rid of John Gruden. Um, and I think they still had to pay him. They still had to pay Gruden, so they weren't really looking to pay uh, another, you know, head coach, top money, or really invest a lot of money in the roster. Um, so he's kind of set up to fail there. And he still won 10 games one season with Josh Freeman. <laughs> um, so I don't, I don't look into that too much. I look into what he's able to do with the Rams defense this year where I believe he kinda just kept the same system that was in place and maybe just got some input and maybe made some tweaks here uh, to what Brandon Staley was doing.
0: I think it's kinda similar with like the Brady thing is like Yeah, their defense was good, but oh but they had Aaron Donald and Jalen But he doesn't play in the secondary. (laughs) Yeah, like Darius Williams is one of the best corners in the league that doesn't get any sort of... Yeah, he's got of, Eric Weddle out there playing right now. Eric Weddle playing meaningful snaps two weeks post-retirement. <laughs> <laughs> Post-coming back from retirement. Yeah. Taylor Ratt is a pretty good um, defensive back. Terrell Burgess makes plays. Um, Jordan Fuller, who they had to... who's uh, Eric Weddle replaced. Yeah. He stepped up huge in his second year. So, and, yeah, they have their stars, but... Good teams have superstars. That that shouldn't
1: affect. You, you mentioned how like players talk highly of Raheem Morris too, but uh, someone else who talked highly of him is Mike Tomlin. Uh, that's a huge endorsement. That's yeah.
0: More like, like <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a pretty big name to have.
1: Yeah, supporting you. So, and then I think they used to work together when they were the Bucks. Um, so that's his his connection to him. And Mike Tomlin's done a few good things. Um, yeah, so he might know what he's talking about. <laughs> um, maybe he'll have uh, Kirk Cousins to hang out with uh, next season. We'll see hey. how that goes. All right, uh, that's gonna do it for today. We went through all the coaches. I think for me, you you like Ryan's and Morris. I I like those two, but I would put Morris at the top. Uh, okay. I'd go I go that's Morris, Ryan's, something. and uh, uh, I put Jonathan Gann third. I just like the the vibe that I'm I'm reading about with him. Um, as far as you know. Just, kind of more modern kind of head coach and he's got yeah. the history with the Vikings and Harrison Smith loves him how many how many how many guys does Harrison Smith love like he says like three words all year and, and so <laughs> uh, that's okay all right Luke where can people follow you on Twitter
0: uh, at Luke parish underscore NSL all
1: right make sure to go follow him check out his stuff on the Viking age he's been cranking out stuff all month I'm sure I'll be doing a bunch of stuff on the draft. Mm -hmm. coming up in the next few months so go check that out uh make sure to follow the viking age on twitter and facebook subscribe to this podcast on the apple podcast app spotify wherever you get your podcasts but until next time we will talk to you later